0: Broad, today's episode is sponsored by one of my few non-negotiable wellness products, Care Of. Care Of makes these amazing, 100% customized, personalized vitamin and mineral packets that are designed to get you to your optimum health. Easily and efficiently
1: head to takecareof.com today, and you can take the Care of quiz, which will ask you some questions about your lifestyle, your health, and your health goals. And the team of Care of will use your answers to develop your own custom daily vitamin packets. And the packets are compostable.
0: Along with your packets, you'll get a ton of info about what you've been given and why, what the research behind it is, and all of the sourcing information. To me, that was the best part because it finally made it all make sense. If you want to jumpstart your way to your optimum health, Care of custom vitamin packs is the perfect
1: way to do it. For 50% off your first care-of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code chatty50. That's takecareof.com and enter code chatty50 for 50% off your first order.
2: And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess.
3: Oh, come here, baby whoa no that oh, sexual that's a good
2: one. That's a good one. sometimes it' be like that some
3: know? sometimes it be like that for sure cracking into a a nice cool one on a Friday bar egg. The bros are in the broads are in.
2: It's just like, it's kind of like the perfect kiss, you know, that first sip of beer.
3: It's the perfect kiss. The lips are the lips are soft.
2: That's how, Beck and I are always cringing on the way people kiss in the show, because I always like zoom in on it.
3: It's very intimate. Like, kissing is one of those things. It's almost like dancing. But it's some like some people look really good kissing, and then some people it definitely looks like it's not the most natural situation no. in the world.
2: No. And some people are just way too eager about it. And you really just got to like...
3: Have you ever
2: like, <laughs> have you ever seen a beer, you know?
3: Have you ever seen like a video of you kissing?
2: I'm not interested in that.
3: But that's what I'm saying, so maybe we are awkward when we I kiss, but we know, don't it doesn't feel that way.
2: I just know the vibe of when I'm kissing.
3: Yeah, but they could be feeling that too. The awkward ones could feel like I'm vibing.
2: Never have an awkward kiss. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that's like. <laughs> hey, listen, I've always had the swagger. I've always just absolutely killed it. I, don't, I don't, when I was Twelve years old with little Susie. <laughs> Easy. Just, you know, truth or dare.
3: Blew their I'm minds dare, they wanted dude. to date me.
2: I'm dare. I'm not worried.
3: I'm not scared. I'm scared of no ghost.
2: Go ahead. Say it. Dare say it. me. <laughs> dare me.
3: Did you were you ever nervous like when you were younger to kids? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> dude, remember that feeling of being like sixteen and having a crush,
2: or like fifteen and having a crush? It was like it was all electric. encompassing it was the only thing that mattered for all the things that should have mattered at that nothing age mattered. nothing else mattered
3: like if someone gave you that look and you're like oh i think they might like me and i think they're cute and that it's like you would do anything to keep that going
2: that's the shit that i always think of like that i think is funny about movies is like when they have mundane love stories when like the world is ending right and they're like are we really focusing on this it's like you know you would be Oh, interesting you know you'd still be trying to get it even if the world is like collapsing around the you
3: stress of all of like your life is on the line you think you'd even have the bandwidth to be like oh we have a fling going on while more, like while the zombies are tearing your house
2: down more than ever
3: see i always think about that i always think like it's romantic to think that you would be like focused on holding each other at the end or you would you just be terrified that zombies are going to rip that rip your flesh apart
2: <laughs> No. Nope. <laughs> still be like still get like i'd be like taking cover like you know like maybe we're like fortifying some like ranty down like ranty little shack that we're in yeah and i'd still probably like catch a whiff of a scent or like you know just like just be like take pause and just like look at like from behind while they're just building like a little enclosing the window And then you know it'd be like what it'd be like psh, world ending but like still hot yeah <laughs> doesn't change the fact that you're still hot hey you're hot
3: the orcs are coming
2: here we are all alone in this little rundown shack and the world is caving in on us the whole world army of zombies it's so just you would us. Be pull,
3: you'd be trying to pull like some smooth shit be like i'm
2: just pointing out that it's just us
3: And we should probably see if there's something here because like like if the end is here we might as well hook up
2: you know and like if it's good maybe that'll like fuel us to keep living you know what i mean
3: yeah because i was i was ready to give up
2: but like now that i see maybe now well no i don't want to sound you don't want to sound desperate okay okay sorry you are the last man alive that's not a zombie like you You don't have to definitely play coy you don't exactly
3: but it's like time is of the essence so it's a real dance
2: well and that's where the slow... This might be an example where like you can really invest in the slow game because there's not much other competition. So you don't have to... Because the slow game always has that consequence of like, what if someone else gets there while you're just...
3: Yeah, but the slow game has the other consequence of the zombies are going to rip your flesh apart. So do, let's say you have 10 minutes before the zombies... Well, that's why you got to make your move, you know? That's So you can't play it slow. You got to be like, right for it. I guess... Hello. Can we have... <laughs> apocalyptic Hello. sex <laughs> I would like to take this time to point out the fact <laughs> the fact that we are going to die so we could either die sexless or have had sex seems to me that have had sex is a better option so do you choose A or B
2: that's like that's like if a plane's crashing you just be like this plane's going down quick take your pants off
3: well oh dude <laughs> yeah there is like certain like imminent danger where, the, where if the zombies come you, you might be able to get away you Might like distract them whatever whatever but like the plane going down Mm-hmm. or stuff like that it's like pretty much just there's no option so would you just be like oh my gosh and like and everything's on fire and you're just like hey yo you're looking pretty good actually <laughs> be like we could go down freaking out or we could go down on each other <laughs> the choice seems simple to i me. mean listen
2: everyone you, else is freaking out i'm i'm chill if it was on 14 cocktails on this flight okay here's we're gonna do it as like um, a multiple choice test
3: it's like you have this on a board and you're like listen here is is (laughs) the breakdown that i think we should talk about
2: thank you uh circle of corporate executives for joining me here today this is the presentation i think we all should hook up with each other
3: discuss i think we all have a lot of sexual tension (laughs) clearly from just the last couple years of working together this is i think that we're in a bit of a gr- in a bit of a uh, time crunch here. I'm
2: picturing like Boeing having like a, a company-wide HR meeting about someone's problematic pros- presentation of like plane safety and this is what they brought up.
3: Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, so if you are on an aircraft and it does end up having catastrophic failure, instead of focus on saving the patrons, I would focus on if you do have chemistry with someone." capitalize on that chemistry due to the nature of you won't have another option the
2: question you might all be asking yourselves is after you firmly secure the face mask over yourself first because you need to help yourself before you can help others others you may be wondering why does my armrest flip up oh interesting interesting that it always has that isn't it
3: that is in case you need some think to connect Some someone. think
2: it's just because in case you get a row to yourself. Mm. It's not.
3: It's, it's in case of apocalyptic hookups.
2: It's in case of apocalyptic hookups and you don't need to ha- that armrest is a problem. Well,
3: yeah. I mean, just this pointing is, it out. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is just the real hard hitting facts. So. Speaking of planes, we flew on planes this week. We did. We both flew on planes this week. How was your plane experience?
2: My plane experience was positive. I actually, I watched, um, I was on Delta for the first time in a long time. Ditto. And the, I, I and only fly Delta if the, I have a choice. Really? Oh, yeah. I was very impressed with the in-house entertainment system. It's Delta's got a hundred movies. So I watched the new, um, what the fuck is it called? The new uh, Tom Cruise. Um, Maverick? Yes. Oh. That one. I watched the new one. I cried like five times in it. Really? I haven't even finished it yet. I didn't. My plane wasn't long enough to finish it, but I cried a lot, which I was really surprised by. Like you cried. They fucked me up, dude.
3: Wow. Now, were you a big fan of the original?
2: Not like a massive fan of the original at all, but part of it was just the story that it is Goose's son and the whole relationship they show between him and Goose's dad and then like the guilt he feels. Yeah. I was just like, man, that one was really getting me. I
3: felt emotion with the Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. That's where I felt the emotion. Did you see his documentary? No, but I heard about it later. actually, that He actually does have throat cancer and yeah. stuff. And I was like, whoa. So
2: we watched that documentary.
3: Uh, so so then it made that it was also coming emotional. up for me as
2: I was watching it. And then it was like gnarly when he dies in the movie. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, man. And at the time he dies, it's like Maverick really doesn't need that. Right. And then the love interest and her daughter and like all of this just like stuff, it was like it was really getting to me. That's beautiful. Um Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick.
3: Yeah. Well, I um I got upgraded to first class. Lucky on a long flight. On a on a flight to, to Atlanta. And um I you know, I'm not someone who would pay for first class. Like I wouldn't be like out there going, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna buy a first class ticket. It's extremely expensive. couldn't afford it but if and i only got it one way so i didn't get it the way there i got it the way back uh for all of you that have ever flown first class in your life it is the best a completely different experience like when like on the on the way there i flew economy like i always do and you know you might and i'm i'm six basically two and my knees are smashed in front of me as it stands and that guy in front of me just immediately recri- reclines. Which, if I'm being honest with you, I think is a cardinal sin. I don't think they should let the seat recline. I, If you recline, I have an immediate rage where I just want to go, <laughs> <laughs> like I, because my legs are long. I just eat my, like my knees injured too. You know what I mean? So it just was like, ah, like he just went. Did so so you Is and was, that how you got oh, upgraded? But I'm not like a. I don't get angry. That was one of the first times in a long time. I almost like yelled at him because it was, it was just so like personally, if you have someone behind you, that recline takes like already a very claustrophobic experience and just basically puts you in an MRI. Like it's literally the most claustrophobic. And you can't when you're, when you're over six feet, you can't sleep on a plane. Because you're too tall. So you you can't do the thing where you kind of slouch and then lean back. You're too tall. So your head is falling already. So you can't sleep.
2: You need to get... Have you ever messed with the neck pillow? It doesn't really do it. It's a really no, hard. You, put it, you wear it backwards.
3: Okay. And so, the thing's under your chin. Yes, I'm sure there's ways hack. of pulling it off. But just as it stands, that it's very hard. And so this guy did this and I almost just raged out. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the way back, through the client I was working for got a first class ticket so it worked out uh and man it's like it's not even close it just but i don't recommend it if if you don't if you're not like someone who has the money to buy it like myself because now i'm like
2: don't just go for it well
3: you're so well no but what i'm saying is like now i'm like screwed because the idea of now going back to economy is just devastating. You're done. Because it's like I had all the legroom in the world. My seat reclines like all the way. I'm getting the food and the champagne and the, I'm sitting there and it's just like, this is like a completely different. I loved my flight. I, I slept half the time. I watched a movie. I got I, work done. I'm like, dude, this is unbelievable. That's how they get you. I always check the price difference. To see if like for some weird reason. Sometimes it's, it's like only $100 like, more. Sometimes it is only like no $100 way. more
2: yes because i looked after this and it was like it was like a 1500 dollars more it's never a flight you want it to be on yeah it's it's never never like you to london it's always like it's always like an hour and a half long like or like you're like is it really worth it and then you're like "Mm, it's only a 100 bucks like what else can i afford to fly first class you know and and then yeah it's totally worth it If it was $100 more. It's always worth it because if you can spare the 100 extra bucks and you just get to recline. Oh, the experience is amazing. You never feel guilty. Especially. You don't ever have to feel guilty about reclining your seat there. No. And when you do, you're like legs. Like, you need like an ottoman.
3: Oh, I, I, you know, for the taller for the taller people, like I will say, it felt like, oh, this is the way flying should be. Like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be
2: horrific. It's not my fault that I have first class standards for my flight experience.
3: <laughs> well, and it's like now, and now that now that and all the, the flying, like i want to be leaving in a week and a half or so for for a while, and then just knowing I'm going to have to, you know, go back to the, how I've always been, it's just like, okay,
2: cram my legs in there and survive. The truth is, you know, it's we all have that in us. We all have a little first-class desire in us. Well, we all have first-class desire,
3: but what I will say is more even than desire, it's just more of like the the comfort.
2: I think that they should be I think on every flight, they should do a random selection process for everyone who's in economy. To sit in the available seats in first class.
3: Well, they do have so that a just, lot, which is like
2: even though they the, never just randomly upgrade people though, unless like the flight's like overbooked and they do some weird shit. That's what happened on the first flight. So the first flight I went on, it w- <coughs> excuse me,
3: it was sold out. But a couple of people didn't show up in first class, so the people put them their names in the waiting list. And if you were at the top of the waiting list, you got upgraded. So these random two people like sitting close by me just got pushed right to first class, and I was just like.
2: What? So I think that they should do, regardless of if the flight sold out or not. I think if there's available seats in first class, they should do like a random lottery pull of like, oh, congratulations, like we have three seats available in first class. We're going to randomly pull names from the list of passengers on the flight in economy And right I now. wonder if that gets the people who paid
3: for the tickets like angry because you're Fuck like, eh.
2: <laughs> you're guaranteed in first class, you're guaranteed to have a fine experience. You have literally like an 18 inch wide or like a 24 inch wide armrest. With, that you can put drinks on yeah there's no like invading each other's space yeah you can fill up every and you know seat. the wealthy business people are like why are you here and i'm like hey how's it going do you ever wonder what i'm excited to be here do you ever wonder what people's jobs are when you get on the plane and you see them all in first class and you're like how are you in first well, you ever class? see it's a it gets really eclectic what the because it'll be like is, three what the, business what is that guy do how is how are you sitting well you'll in first see like class? three
3: people in like business suits and they're like very official and you're like okay that looks like you know they're probably like execs and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then there'll be like, like random 18 year old kid in a hoodie and you're like who what is that kid doing up a, here yeah you are you Some a DJ? crypto kid <laughs> yeah it was funny looking around who's your mom yeah no because it was funny looking around because i'm like i shouldn't be here like i didn't pay for this and i don't have the money to buy this and i was looking around and there was definitely like a couple like really young people up just like sitting in first class and i was just like well, flexing what is just the-
2: sitting in first class I was like what flexing. is the deal with these guys and did you board early so everyone has to walk past you so that you, you get at ador- the adoration i think that's such a douche move that the airplanes have you do that i don't want to board first i would rather board last if i was in first class yeah it's kind of an interesting thing because you get settled
3: and then you yeah what's better waiting on the plane or waiting in the lobby i guess waiting in the plane because you're in a nice seat and you're settled versus sitting in, like, one of the chairs in the airport. I guess if you had to choose, right? Because you can still board last.
2: Dude, I... If you have the
3: option to board first, you can still board Becca last. Becca
2: has this really funny... W- Becca was with me when I almost... This is when I almost raged out on someone on a plane. Um, Was we were sitting first class, and Dang, some guy... where was this? I can't remember what flight we were on, but some guy... um was behind me and i stopped to put my luggage in the overhead compartment and he's like no he's like that's my that's over my that's my space like that's over my seat because you put it it was over. A first. it was in the first class luggage overhead thing but you were sitting in first class i hadn't sat down yet Oh,
3: he thought you were just taking the open. He he thought you were an economy flight person. Taking
2: the open thing.
3: So he had it in his mind that he looked, he got one look at you and and thought, you're an economy person. He was (laughs) like, that's my
2: seat. And I was just like, okay. And he's like, you can't take my luggage. And I was like, dude, that is literally not how that works. You don't just snipe like the one right, right. up front. You got to like go see if, the, you know, they kind of yeah. plan it so that there's like... A... And then if there is anyway, something like in first class... It's an unspoken thing, I guess. Right. But any, like, I was right next to... He just, and he just... He saw your leopard shorts pretty and he was like, much, there's no way this guy is in first class. And he moved my shit. And oh. I, I was... And I, I literally, like, it was like that thing of Becca was just like...
3: Like she just saw like, the rage,
2: and I just like sat down in my seat, and the dude was like,
3: uh. "Yeah, that's the, that's a good that's, I that I feels like, good."
2: You, I spent like I told Becca like numerous times. I was like, like I I "I'm trying so fucking hard." Like the whole <laughs> flight, to freak out on the him. whole flight. I was like, like the stewardess came. Like there was a thing where it was just like he made a scene, and I was like, I. It was, it, ha- I, it happened really fast, and Becca just saw me, like, my whole body, like, tensed up, and I was like, I'm about to lay into this, dude. I'm about to lay Oof. into it pretty damn good in front of a lot of people right now.
0: Okay, broads, quick pause from the bros. I don't know about you all, but the best part about fall for me as a kid, or one of the best parts, was back to school shopping. Fresh shoes on the playground made you feel unstoppable, Okay. Anyway, I've carried that energy with me into adulthood, and now every September, I just sort of feel like I should get a little treat, you know, change up my wardrobe. However, I also know that buying a new outfit just because it's September isn't exactly friendly for my wallet or the planet, which is why I'm using Newly, a clothing subscription rental service that lets me keep my closet updated without having to buy a bunch of new pieces.
1: For just eighty-eight dollars a month, Newly gives you access to thousands of styles for more than for more than three hundred brands. Literally, whatever holes you have in your closet there are a lot of pieces for newly to fill them i mean what's fun too is you can get statement pieces like it's winter you can get a really fun statement patchwork coat or something to rent that maybe you don't want to drop hundreds of dollars on you can just wear it for a few weeks Party dresses, one-of-a-kind vintage, even maternity. Loved newly when I was pregnant with Frank. It was the best. And like you said, those holiday dresses, Mm -hmm. the party dresses. Come on. You get to choose six each month, and if you fall in love with a piece and you want to make it yours forever, you get the option to purchase it at a discount for sometimes even as much as 70% off.
0: Thanks to Newly, you can keep your wardrobe feeling fresh each month and participate in whatever trends your heart desires. Honestly, I know for myself I'm always feel I always feel a different energy every month yeah. about the style choices that I want. Sometimes I want to have this vibe or another. With Newly, you're able to just you can be whoever you wanna be month to month, okay? Yep. Newly will take care of it for you. Yep.
1: The dress that I wore for the wedding thing that was rented baby love newly a great value at 88 bucks a month for any six styles but right now you can get ten dollars off your first month of newly when you sign up with code chatty 10 so just go to n-u-u-l-y dot com that's newly with two u's and you can enter code chatty 10 to sign up and get 10 bucks off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y dot com newly with two u's with code chatty 10 newly subscription clothing rental Change your clothes.
3: Now I'm back to, the you know, my normal ways of economy whenever I fly. And it's like, I'm going to be a little bitter because I felt like I tasted the good life there for well, a second.
2: I am someone, so do you order drinks and stuff when you're on a plane? Um,
3: it depends on, on the length.
2: I'm not really, I'm like, eh, like half the time I pass up.
3: Yeah, I didn't Like I did order drinks on either of these flights, but like, they were both morning flights. But like, I would say that if I was flying home at 5 p.m., I might order myself a little gin and tonic.
2: My, dude, so... My, I can see that. My brother told me, my brother is an airplane engineer. Oh, okay. Mechanic. He said, don't ever order coffee on an airplane. Why is that? No one cleans the coffee pot. Oh. So the coffee pot is like the grossest, dirtiest thing on the aircraft. And it's like rarely ever cleaned out, if ever. And he was like, don't ever order coffee on the airplane. Oh, wow. That's what he told me. So get Starbucks. I've done it quite a few times. Oh, I
3: I get coffee every time don't he said don't ever do every
2: it. there's never
3: been a flight i've it's ever taken it. where i didn't drink two cups of coffee now i'll get tea oh interesting
2: yeah he just told me just don't don't but i do guess it.
3: what's in a coffee pot like water and coffee he
2: just said they don't ever clean it when they come switch a so plane a they mold don't ever thing, they just keep remaking the coffee Which sort of begs the question of like, if it's always being made, does it ever, ever get dirty? That's kind of what I'm getting at. If it's water and beans, it's
3: not like you're putting meat in there. It's sort of
2: like, think about, you don't wash your cereal bowl out when you decide to have a second bowl back to back. Right. So if you do that eternally, does it ever actually get dirty? What is dirty? If it's always in use, is it ever actually dirty? This is is, is
3: some real hard hitting journalism here. We need to get to the bottom of this. We should start.
2: Sorry if I'm making you uncomfortable with how difficult with thinking about this, but
3: (laughs) No, we don't have to arrive at a conclusion right now. We don't have to. You know, and that's this is kind of why life is so interesting. Is these are the questions that we need to get to the bottom of.
2: This the longer you live life, deep questions like this start to plague you. Because the longer you have to contemplate them. And the truth is, the answer is elusive. It's very difficult to arrive at a fixed conclusion.
3: Well, it's a really interesting question in regards to nice things, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, let's say, you know, you splurge on something nice. Now, let's say anything. Buy yourself a nice pair outfit mm-hmm. right and you spend let's say way more than you normally do and you just go i oh, forget it i'm just going for it and you buy the really nice outfit well then you put the outfit on and the, the cloth feels really good the fit is amazing and then you go back to your normal outfits and you're like "These don't feel the same so there is this thing of like getting a nice thing can kind of mess you up so i, I feel like this first class upgrade i got
2: is is broken my brain now i don't like to have nice things because of that reason i am terrible at taking care of them So I remember I got into a thing with Becca. She tried to get me to splurge and buy like a hundred dollar shirt, like a T shirt. No, it was a button down, like like a nice and I was like, "Are you insane?" I was like, "There is
3: nothing." This is gonna get ketchup on it day one.
2: A yes, I need like a full body bib. I actually thought about this as a business concept, which I could explain in a little bit. (laughs) But the (laughs) um, argument that I made Shark Tank was yeah. The uh, shortly. The argument I made was like, A, I'll ruin it. B, nothing else I own is equivalent to this Right, shirt. so I'll have
3: the $100 shirt and the $10 pants. and so I don't have obvious. anything to build
2: around it. I'm going to have to buy an entire outfit. You'll have to do the nice and shoes now. the nice pants. And then will be some clown with one nice casual outfit. And then you'll look like a poser. Exactly. And I'll never <laughs> mix and match it. I'll just always wear those things together. Yeah, like I don't have any nice clothes. All know, my clothes are like cheap, cheap, cheap. Um, you see people when they're like, they... De- they are wearing designer frump you know oh like designer that ma- that's like supposed to look designer, like it's not nice designer i'm a piece of shit
3: look right like sloven like you mean like clothes that my look cheap. vibe
2: but designer right well even just your vibe but designer right just slob just slob s- i'm a slob king right now like when people have on like a 700 dollars sweatsuit and you're like it's just like whoa! it's still
3: fucking sweatpants someone gave me a designer hoodie the other day stuff and like
2: that blows my mind
3: well so it was like a hoodie but a it was nice like it's though, a nice hoodie it? it's probably a $200 hoodie you
2: like it don't you
3: and i put it on and i'm like this is different
2: it's very like different. this hoodie is heavy
3: it's very nice and i put it on all my other hoodies and i'm like this is not see that's the, where the it, if you smoke it messes hot. you
2: up That's where if you smoked pot, you'd be like, ooh, I just want to do that and wear my hoodie with the the hood on right? sit and be super clean. (laughs) Cozy. Like super clean and comfy, like right out of the shower. Yeah. And you're just like in that and like super nice PJs. Mm. Like PJs when you get them for Christmas and they're like brand new.
3: But I'm afraid to wear nice things because I feel like I spill a lot. Mm. Jess knows this about me. I'm like a big spiller lately. Like I'll just knock wine glasses over like it's nothing. This
2: brings up my concept.
3: Okay, let's get into it Which real quick.
2: Isn't a bib, it's a bib apron. So a cooking apron, but a cooking apron doesn't come up high enough because it only comes to yeah. here. So I want to adapt it by having a bib addition <laughs> that covers you fully. Like <laughs> a barber's accessory. Like a barber's <laughs> style one. But like this is something I can whip out like at dinners. All right. You mean while you're eating? Yes. Yeah, I and i need like full i need like like i'm not kidding like a barber style i feel like the only time this like would be used a, is if you were like doing like a crab um, legs what's the blanket where you can like step inside the blanket uh, the and one that's hands, like a
3: blanket that has it's a like hoodie blanket
2: that but it's for food but it could be cool like an oiled canvas style bib <laughs> like apron. a Hubbard designer leather yeah like it's cool but like people would think <laughs> it's, it's funny until they see how practical it is and then you can wear really nice things i just think 99 fashion is
3: not is not practical but
2: so i would have i mean this is this is this is the argument this is the impractical argument for my invention which is why i haven't donned it yet is because um I would only wear it if I was wearing really nice things underneath it, but yeah. because it's full body coverage, it defeats the point of wearing the really nice things.
3: That's kind of where I was feeling a little bit. But where it I was like it. not where like, where like fashion is impractical, right? It's just about a look. That's and, why like weird shoes and clothes and all this stuff doesn't make any sense. It just is a look. So, if you're wearing a bib covering out your outfit, like you could only really wear this like at home.
2: Yeah, but my anxiety... This is how my anxiety right. is.
3: That's why we, we me and you should just be wearing shoes. I wore clothes.
2: white pants to this wedding.
3: And you're terrified the whole time. I day. dressed
2: up more than I've ever dressed up for cocktail attire. Right. Whatever that is. And yeah. um I was terrified to sit down. All it but takes. Like if is like I sit down, I'm gonna get smudge on my butt and then I'm gonna be that idiot in white pants. White pants
3: is a bold who move. decided to sit down. Or just you're eating the fish and then it just, a little bit, boom. And then you have oil stains. So now you're literally just have oil pants.
2: Literally. I bought, you're talking about the example, you splurge and buy nicer things for yourself. I bought a nice cocktail attire for my friend's wedding Mm. and I didn't go bananas. I probably spent like $150 on my outfit. The pants were ended up from a, from a Goodwill store my friend gave me. So I actually don't even think I spent, I didn't even spend that much money. Right. Um, I made it the whole night without getting any stain. Man, I had a white boom. t-shirt, white and red, like mostly white overshirt oh my and gosh. white pants.
3: Dangerous. Right when Dude, we a get home, you're walking dangerous. Right when
2: we get home, he's making a uh, quesadilla, but he took like a beet and kale salad and put it on like leftover and put it in with the cheese. I go to eat my quesadilla, boom. falls apart and beets just fall down the front of my beets shirt and down, red. down the front of the fish. The whole thing—it was like at this point it's like three a.m. and the whole like, outfit's gone. How the fuck?
3: So it was just got done. You threw it, throw it away.
2: No, it's got some stain remover. But I was like, all things beats. I was yeah. like, the worst I'm thing. Red, I'm in a white. It's outfit It's Like red
3: wine would have been the same.
2: That's yeah, it. I was just like, dude. Normally I wear darks. Like where it's just like I don't care. I don't care what I spill on this. Right. And I love. It's like having a shitty car. Of like I don't care if I ran into your. Doesn't fence. matter bang oh whatever whoops
3: mm-hmm. doesn't
2: matter doesn't matter the moment you have a nice like you you were going through this like right. you're scared to drive if you it.
3: buy a nice car it's terrifying and you regret it immediately i don't want to do that no. to myself that's kind of generally like in my life i just am like if you buy nice things so, everything's scary
2: this is a thing we're going back to like the justification that on like things like the first class ticket yeah I will have no anxiety over how that money is being spent because I guess nothing bad can happen. I also don't buy anything nice for myself ever. So you might find that you splurge on those things. I can justify it. It's in like that a way. nice hotel.
3: Like it's like it's like splurging on experiences. It's kind of like one thousand percent. You know, but then I guess the the argument could be made. You're spending a lot of money on something that's only going to so, last, uh, last a couple hours granted, versus clothes will last. I'm not possibly buying, years. Like,
2: I'm not doing the like oh it's seven hundred thousand. It's like you know it's not like I'm buying those a
3: seven thousand dollar ticket.
2: No 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 no. We're talking like I'm flying on an hour and a half flight and the ticket's three fifty. First class is five fifty. Oh well, that's like or like four seventy five, and you're like should we kind of thing yeah maybe on the way home right what if we do it on the way home right right and you get that little experience and that feels really nice right right one of my least favorite experiences yeah. is if i spend money on dinner and i didn't enjoy the dinner that's brutal because because man eating out is so expensive if i it's drop crazy. if crazy like, if i'm on a if i'm on a date like me and becker are on a date and i'm spending like you know it's yeah. nice to yeah, like spend Hogwarts high upwards of like yeah, yeah. 125 150 bucks And if I leave at that and I'm like... It wasn't that that good. I would rather have In-N-Out.
3: Oh, yeah. Brutal. Brutal. The service was bad. I will
2: never go back. That would be my reviews is I would rather have In-N-Out. Dude. That will be my reviews for nice places. Vespertine, I'd rather have In-N-Out. Well, I think it's episode time. What? You mean episodes time?
3: Episodes time. Episodes Mm -hmm. times. Episode time. Episode times. So... I mean, I think the best... What do you think the best way to get into this is? Just go person All by... over the place. Go guy by guy?
2: As best we can. Okay. So, what I really want to talk about.
3: <laughs> yeah. What I love... Um. So, let's get into the first episode where basically we get into... I guess the first date would be Eric's date with Gabby. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that first experience was just amazing chemistry. I think their whole date, it was just amazing. Like it was just amazing, the whole experience and they did the jump together and let's be real, doing something scary together is definitely a very bonding experience.
2: She wore the special swimsuit for him too. They had to blur it out. They had to blur out the whole thing. So when you're getting blurred... That's yeah, a special special. When she's say. blurring herself for you, right. you better feel fucking lucky, dude. <laughs> and then what I thought, I remember though, when they were doing the jump thing, mm-hmm. I was like, homie's going about this all wrong. He needs to just be like, come on, Gabby, like we're doing, grab her by the hand and be like, we're running off jumping at the same time. Right. I'm scared too. Don't give her time to think about it. Just be like, just we're going go. and just fucking go. Instead, it was like, let me talk you through this.
3: I'm going to be like, so gentle. He should have been more adventurous.
2: Because it's too much of a build up. Mm-hmm. Was when you run into it quick and like rip it off like a band-aid, then you go and do it again. That was my one critique for the date that we saw. Obviously, later, we learned new things. For what we saw, it was like phenomenal date. It made me like him, which was unfortunate. Yeah, you don't want to like him. I don't. I don't want to like him. You don't want to like him. There are multiple reasons that came up in this episode for why I don't want to like them, namely both fake holes in his jeans. Okay, you're not a big fan of the. Fake I holes, can't. So. No, I can't do it. It's kind of. Well, I, I would say don't it th- freaking cut holes and well, don't here's buy what I will broken say. jeans either.
3: Well, you sound that now. You sound like a boomer.
2: Don't My spend grandpa, more money see, for jeans? When I that had have them, holes. You don't have to spend more money. Took perfectly good pants <laughs> you and then like cut a giant holes in them, and now you're paying more money boomer.
3: for it. <laughs> I'm just pointing Boom. it out. Hey, what's wrong? Those- you sound like my grandpa? But when I was like a teenager and I had holes in my jeans because I was like into rock and roll, I had holes in my jeans. And he'd be like, "What's wrong with your jeans? You couldn't get a new pair. What's wrong? Your dad can't buy you a new pair of jeans. I don't care like, if that you was wore them That was care. his. No, no, they were obviously bought with holes. I mean, that was let's just be. Wrong. I would have judged you. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, but here's what I will say: I do feel like the holy jean thing is a is pretty out. Like that's it's been a long time since the holy jean thing was hot. So the fact that you're still wearing the holy jeans, we're judging you for that. I'm. It's a fair judge. But I think I think ten years ago, holy, holy jeans was fine.
2: I'm just saying.
3: Um. Okay. So they have an amazing night. Mm-hmm. You could tell they're kind of giddy in the morning, having a good time. Um. And he's tripping. He starts tripping out. Which we were seeing more and more as people like with this fantasy suite thing, just this is where out.
2: this is where the colors we saw episode one, the possessive come colors come back
3: exactly. Tino and Eric were the two she, that said in early
2: episodes, like, this is bullshit that they're talking to that guy right now. And she told him, like, I just you just need to trust the trust me, yeah, and be patient now
3: yeah so we can either kind of go on to the new dates and then get back to the tony uh, to, uh go back to the eric thing or we can just jump into the whole eric thing in general we, we can just go do this person. person by person by okay. person
2: entirely okay. Yeah.
3: okay so then we got amazing date they obviously seemed like they were very happy in the morning and had a good time um so it seemed like everything was just cloud 10 you know what i mean like amazing connection they were which physical. is one
2: above cloud nine everyone which is supposedly an amazing cloud yeah so we're talking 10 cloud yeah we know which is very it's first class Cumulative nimbus or whatever it is the big one <laughs>
3: yeah. so um so amazing right and then he's tripping right mm-hmm. so then he calls her and this part bleeds into the episode 2 mm-hmm. he calls her to like I me mean, gives her like a sweet note it's like a secret note me on the bridge yeah and just me on the bridge and so you know the the debate here is do you think that he wanted to just see her and then and then nervously brought it out because they just couldn't hold it anymore or do you think he really just actually that's the reason why he wanted to talk to her no because
2: look if he was like if he was it it would have been sweet if he was like look like i just really wanted to see you one last time and like they let me sneak away to like see you and that's what he said at first and then he's at first remember? he goes and "And then he's (sighs) nothing
3: to say i just wanted to see you and then two seconds later he's like and she was really happy about it she was like this is a great surprise and
2: then he's like actually like like i don't want to it's not an ultimatum but like the thought of you going to do that like if you do that like it's it's really hard for me like it's going to make me really sad and she was just like what the fuck like and then she starts dropping like we're not going through this again and it was like okay you tried to do this on our fantasy sweet night and she thought that she had like made herself clear made her intentions clear, made the way she wanted to operate her journey clear to clear her mind of all possible doubts, So she could have a very firm decision and give everyone their due respect because yours is not the only relationship. And it sounds like they spent some time making that abundantly clear. And now here he is taking that moment, taking her away from that to bring up these insecurities all over again, which she found highly unattractive i didn't like the
3: fact that he did it on camera that's what felt extremely manipulative and, and almost that's like what shaming she said, dude because like if you talked about it in your own time in in the quiet and you kind of made it a private intimate conversation where you're like hey by the way like i'm struggling and she goes i totally understand let's talk about it for an hour they talk then he brings it up 24 hours later uh in front of the camera and makes it a whole thing, meet me on the bridge, this whole thing. You saw the deal break. Well, you saw her go like, mm, you're not who I thought you were a little bit because I i felt that's where the, where an honest feeling no longer is an honest feeling and it becomes a manipulation. For, for that, up until that point, I felt like Eric was doing a great job. They had amazing chemistry. They did an amazing night together. He, in the privacy of their own place, talked about this. But to then rehash it again, It's where you're not trusting the process. You're also not trusting her. And then you're also putting like a weird pressure on her. Almost like as if, and I don't know if this is the case, but almost as if like maybe if you feel the pressure with the eyes on you with the cameras, you'll cave into what I want more.
2: All I've said is... And I didn't like that. All I've said is this entire season... That's going to come back. We're going to see that attitude come back at some point or another. Possessive. And it furthers my point that no one needs to go out of their way, aka Ballhead, to smear anyone, because they're going to do it themselves. Mm. And it might take a while, but it'll happen. But at the same time, look at the
3: end of the second episode. She's with Eric. So, no, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, you can still be the, you can we'll still see. not be the best it's guy. Gonna happen. In. It's going to happen. I know happen. we're seeing the pre- preview, but I'm just saying like, okay, so Eric at the end of the day was doing amazing and then just shit the bed. You know, it just, it was very, you know what it was? It was young. It felt young to me.
2: It was annoying. It was, was what just it like, was. Mm,
3: man, like this is what you signed up for. Like, I know it's not traditional. I understand, but this is also not Normal. Welcome this is a new, to the
2: bachelor.
3: Right. You have My to guy. know this is how it goes. And you knew it. I like that she stood up for herself too. She did a great job of like being strong and saying, "I know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She didn't do that. She just went, "We already talked about this. You're pissing me off. Why are we talking about this again? You're going back on your word. Like those were all really I feel like Gabby handled all the all the problems that went down with her. In regards to like her situation. everything She was so
2: level-headed. I really like how she handled them. Okay, next. Who's okay. our next guy?
3: I mean, we can get into uh, Avon
2: and Rachel. I mean, what is there to say? Avon crushed it. Crushed it. Avon, I have no critiques on. He's my choice. He's been my choice. Was that your original choice? Yes, it was. Yes. okay. And look at you know what's kind of
3: crazy to think? you know what's kind of crazy to performing? think performing it's kind of crazy to think that on the whole all four of our picks we're, were up there were the favorites like she broke up with nate only because he had a kid yeah she was completely obsessed with him that was jess's mm-hmm. eric my guy is at the final door and both of your and becca's
2: are at the final door like yeah. it's kind of crazy we called it we this called year. it
3: just off of the look all four of us are basically like the most love interest. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Anyway. We nailed it. So Avon, yeah, Avon killed it. Um, did you see that she said, like, after they after they had the fantasy he's the together, whole together? <laughs> she was like, it was fantastic. He is the My whole Guy, package. dude. My guy
2: <laughs> delivering. Let me just say, I've never seen a more perfect bachelorette, uh, Bachelor uh, love interest performance on the Bachelorette. This was my choice. He is he he's blameless. He he literally has not done anything wrong. There's no fault that I can find with Avon.
3: Here's one thing that happened, though. She didn't say I love you to him. No, she felt bad about it. She said, I wanted to save it. I want to save that for the right person.
2: Now, and then, you know later? Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. That's a problem. And that's my it's you although there might be hope for Aven. we'll see we'll yeah see what happens. i felt bad
3: for him because it was like the night was perfect everything's perfect but maybe there's just a missing element because she didn't say that i love you to him and it was like mm. and so it's, and by the way i hate i hate to say this, but she the, said i'm falling in love with you too and this might have been a cut cut thing like an editing thing every comment was about clayton well you know this is bad stuff i don't want to be like clayton or this happened to me because of clayton it was like yeah clayton, and clayton, then clayton, she clayton, clayton, turned clayton, clayton, around clayton, and
2: clayton. did all the th- same things clayton did which was that she was like i don't want to say i don't want to use that word in I that wanna way i want to save it gabby held to her guns and she, hasn't she, said all to she had said the
3: whole time was like i'm falling in love with you i'm falling in love with you but she never said i love you
2: nope and then we and see then what Rachel happens next day break that rule immediately with
3: Tina. So let's talk about Tino. Okay. So what are your vibes on Tino
2: overall? How do you feel about him? I can't read Tino, but I don't trust Tino. This is my problem. I feel like he's one of the mega fans of what the show of our show. Yeah. He likes our show. No of the bachelor.
3: Oh, 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 yeah. He's like a bachelor super fan. Okay. So he's been
2: following it. My problem with Tino is like, but oh, you know who he's obsessed with? What? Tyler Cameron.
3: That I mean that checks out. We we I, oh it's funny we, we never were brought this up last time. Fake Tyler fake Tyler or or just Tyler 2.0. Um my surprise? Th- no. No. My thing with Tino is like I can't tell if he's a Tyler and he's just like what's up? Or if he's like super calculated. No, like I he's can't not, figure it out. He's not because a Tyler. When they were at dinner together on their date and he was basically got her from being like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Your whole family hates me. How do you feel about that? To like completely getting her to feel completely comfortable. Like he was kind of a wordsmith. He completely said everything that you'd want to hear about that situation was I was kind of blown away I was that's why I
2: don't it's this is like what this reminds me of is like in frozen when El, when the guy when Anna's love interest betrays her mm. cuz he's done everything right to that point and she fully believes him and then he's right. like fooling someone did love you right right that's what I'm that's my vibe because when he—not to say that he doesn't love her—but like, I, I, it was so. When he's like, "I'm in love. I love you, Rachel," and it's been like, I forget his exact words, but he was like, "And I have for a long time." The what the I way don't, he, It was yeah. like this, like. He's
3: like, I have just you, dude, been putting it off.
2: I shouldn't have. Said, I should have waited. I shouldn't have waited. It was dripping like one of those like a Carl's Junior commercial, like right. the, where you're like, I don't want that kind of cheeseburger. That's too saucy.
3: Well, here's the problem
2: that i feel too much sauce the
3: two times that he said he loves her were the times where she was feeling like maybe this isn't going to work out she needs reassurance so, exactly so he's using the love card as like a reassurance card because when she goes your family hates me he goes i got to tell you i'm falling in love with you and then the next time they talk and she goes man i don't know your family so we got doesn't to address have you. and he goes your family. actually i love you like he's to, using
2: that as a way to keep her we got on to address board. your family what's your plan they'll come around yeah, that's they'll come my, around. It's here's like, my elaborate plan that I've really thought of to answer your question. They'll have to. they'll I, come around. What are they gonna do? But they'll a, come around, right?
3: I actually feel like that's the perfect answer, though, because he could say, "Well, I don't, I'm not. You're not marrying my parents. You're marrying me, and my parents. I don't care what my parents think." She
2: doesn't want to hear. Like, she doesn't
3: want to hear that because she feels like, "Well, I don't want to be hated." But then if he goes, no, they love you, they love you, then she won't believe that. The perfect he, thing would say, they'll just give them time. They'll figure it out.
2: They'll see the you that I see. How Which, can they not? Dude, and
3: he was like, yeah, when he said they'll fall in love with the woman that I fell in love with, basically, like, perfect wording. Oh, yeah. It was literally like, I was like, oof. That way, if someone who, told me that, I'm like, I guess I'm in. all
2: forms of entertainment, you know who we see use perfect wording? Huh. Villains. Villains are very good untrustworthy people dracula, <laughs> dracula. yeah I, but i can't tell smooth. if tino is a villain
3: because what has tino done really he's been a little grumpy sometimes when he doesn't get attention but like
2: he hasn't really done anything wrong and so i wouldn't call him a villain no he's not like it i'm just pointing out okay look Dracula's not necessarily a villain he's just cursed
3: <laughs> mr wayne I was born in the <laughs> darkness. My family doesn't like you.
2: Tino, um, I think there's a chance Tino's just going for his own bachelor edit. Bachelor
3: edit, yeah. Because I just, I just to see him pushing the love thing when times are getting scary. He was like, he's saving that car to get her back in.
2: Although I have my call for who I think the bachelor edit's going to. Feels like Avon to me. Mine feels like Zach. Oh, that's true. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. Either mine feels like Zach just because he's so. I mean, either one. You know what? It is Zach. Zach because so it's the heartbreak. Leaves in
3: the process. Right. He is so down. So so real quick with the Tino thing. Then she says, "I love you too."
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right after she just said, "Oh, I, I'm
2: saving that." Like, this I is was like, my thing. Uh, this has been my thing with Rachel all the time. Is she compromises. In my opinion, she compromises on, like, deals that they've made, like, that her and Gabby talk about. This was a tough... Both episodes were a tough look for Rachel. It was a tough look. She also... didn't do anything, like, inherently bad. It was just, like... So, prior to certain actions we saw Rachel take, I was commenting with Becca, and I was like, my thing with Rachel... And Becca, like, always... Becca really likes this about her, but I was like, Rachel's just, like she's putting on so much airs she's putting on so many airs to me that it's like borderline fake like you don't know if she,
3: yeah if she's just being nice or if she's actually she like being honest does
2: this whole like posture correction and like put on the role and like breathe into who i'm about to be and how i'm about to handle this situation and like here's what i want here's how i'm gonna go after it and like that's a thing for like business or like job life like but, sale like, yeah right this is like not that and i i've Mm. to me there's like a conflating of like being the role of the bachelorette and then like remembering like these dudes really fucking care right right like and i don't know there was like we were i don't know we were looking at like some of the like i was thinking about her attitude going into some of these of like it was like the like the DJ Khaled, like, and another one, like, <laughs> and another Fantasy Suites, and I'm just about to fucking floss right now. Right. Like, here we go, and I'm about to put this one on, and let's do it. And I loved that Zach was like the unexpected of, he's like, I would love nothing more. Right. There's a lot that I would love to be able to go over off camera. Anyway, I mean, I guess we're jumping yeah, we'll, up with we'll the Zach into situation,
3: but. So, with that Tino thing, she, you know... She was just, like, clearly messed up by the family situation, and she clearly l- really likes Tino. Like, he's well, he's kind of the full package to her, in my opinion. Both
2: her, and, both her and Gabby are following in the steps of something everyone deals with, which is, like, when there's a bunch of, like, when you feel committed, but you see, like, a bunch of red flags, you just yeah. keep going because there's something weird about, like... But when you have a
3: type, it's really hard to, like,
2: you yeah know what but I mean? also like, when something feels like you can't have it
3: yeah. you want it even more and tino has a danger to him because he has that like a little unpredictable a little scary because of the family there's a little well, danger it's and little. it's
2: the like her dad and mom are like you can't have him and she's right. like
3: fuck you i can't have right. him watch me have so him so she's feeling like there's forbidden fruit there yeah and they have a little bit of a whirlwind love going on
2: gabby's doing the same thing where she's like you're playing really hard to get that makes me want you the most It just sucked that, I mean,
3: that she said, I love you to him. Like right after she said, I'll save that for someone else. I just was a little bit like, ah, for
2: me, unsurprising. This isn't, you know, and it's not Not, like, not shocking,
3: but just sad because she spent the whole episode talking about Clayton. The whole episode was like, I don't want to do anything like him, this, that, and the other, and then did the thing. And I was just like, that's a tough look.
2: Um, okay. Johnny and Gabby. I hope that comes out in the next episode. I really hope our hard-hitting journalist and our uh, our hard-hitting journalist in question asker, Jesse, doesn't shy away from that one. Jesse? Jesse Palmer.
3: Oh my God, yeah.
2: He's my eyes on the ground, dude.
3: His boots? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> He's my boots on the ground. And whenever we get the interview episodes, I expect him to ask the hard-hitting questions.
3: He'll say some line like, and tonight's gonna be the basic, biggest night of your life.
2: So Rachel, you dropped "I love you" to Tino right after you said you weren't gonna do it. Uh, why'd you do that? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I have a new show coming out. Um,
3: okay, so Johnny, um,
2: no, he will go like he'll straight into an ad where he'd right. be like, "And everyone gets free hot dogs from Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Bring up everyone gets of hot Costco dogs
3: chicken bakes." Um, that would be sick. That would be sick. God, I love those chicken bakes. Anyway, um, Johnny and Gabby. Gabby's always had the major hots for Johnny. They're on the beach having a blast, blah, blah, blah. And then he just straight up is just like, I'm not ready. And she's like, what? And... I think that Johnny was the, was the last guy in line. Like I think between everybody, he, he was the last one, but she always had the most hots for him. And it was so strange. The only thing that was kind of strange to me was just how like unemotional the breakup was for him. Like it was just kind of like, yeah, and I just, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not going to be there. And then she's like, starts crying and she's like, okay. And then she was really sweet. She just hugged him and they said bye. But he was even a crack at the end. He goes, there's a good, there goes my girl. Yeah. And it was just like, That's almost like if you're breaking up with someone and you really don't care about him and you just want to make him feel good by saying a little cute thing at the end. Like it was kind of weird to me how not emotionally attached he was to her.
2: Well, she—I don't think she ever really took him seriously either. So maybe it just was a
3: part. Like it was just a vibe.
2: Yeah, and I think it might have been apparent that like he was just like a good time.
3: Yeah, because it was—it was weirdly. For him, especially, he definitely didn't have that like, I'm so sorry to tell you this is so hard for me, blah, blah, blah. It was just kind of like, I'm just not there. And she was like, I need a second. And she came back and he was like, all right, bye. And it was just weird. I don't know. Compared to everybody else's relationship, which is like heavy, definitely felt like he wasn't really an open book, allowed them to get to that level.
2: Um, No. Um, I think it was also for her. She's like, wait, like you're seriously doing this. Now, like you're not gonna ride this out,
3: right? You're not gonna at least see. But I guess there's not much of a ride out. In my mind, it was.
2: It was my mind is she was literally like, you're literally not gonna try to pursue me all the way into fantasy suites. That was like the vibe I was getting because Rachel was. I mean, not Rachel. Gabby was making jokes the whole time of like what fantasy suites are, and she's like, yeah. Aside from like chasing each other around naked, like we do get an opportunity to like talk about things yeah, off camera. Yeah, you're sitting
3: camera. there for like five, you know, ten but hours. she's fully
2: acknowledging, like, we're gonna go and we're gonna go and have sex with each other and then we're gonna have like heart-to-hearts. But I
3: guess, you know, in that way, I would respect him a lot because...
2: Well, that's what I'm getting at. Is
3: he's Yeah, he's kind of going like, I'm not going to have sex with you and then maybe getting more emotionally attached and then pull it pull out. And
2: also just like get the vibe that like, you're not going to marry me at the end of this. And I think they... Uh, it, I t- don't really want to stick right. around here for that. Like if I do that, then I'm stuck here doing this thing for like... You know? And then, like, what? Am I just going to walk myself off and, like, look right. like that asshole? Like, no. Like, now's, now's the appropriate time. I definitely feel like they both weren't that serious. And
3: he yeah. knew it. And he was kind of like, I'm not going to go there. And she's like, I totally understand. And like, you know what I mean? It felt it felt very appropriate. It didn't feel like a shocking, like... It, it just felt like they kind of reached the limit of their relationship. He, even, you could almost tell he knew, too, like she had more serious connections. And even he was when, just like, all right, we even should Even when call she this. was
2: like even when he when he said the thing of like there goes my girl she's like stop it it
3: wasn't like it it, wasn't like that's weird or like that's a rude thing it wasn't like what we see later which is which is way more intense yeah um so then um we get into jason
2: you know this one really disappointed me. This was a brutal this one. This one
3: really upset me. Because he was, like, amazing. I also
2: really like him.
3: That's what still. I mean. He was amazing all the way through. The only thing you could bad, not bad say about him, but the only thing you could be critique about him is that he just was rather um, one-dimensional. You know what well, I mean? Like, he was dimensional in his, in his ability to connect. So he had amazing talks about therapy. They had a lot of connection. But he wasn't, like, high range of dynamic range of emotion
2: It was kind of one lane he was also just like i've never once gotten over the cameras and microphones yeah you could almost just tell he like never got comfortable once felt comfortable and i gabby wanted him she's like please i loved when she was like you really can't just like pretend for half a moment that like this is a thing and then even when they were like able to like get there, she's like, thank God you just like met me halfway. Let's like, don't kill this right now. You idiot. Like we're about to go into a room where it's just us and it's fully private and like this whole thing. And what killed me, what bothered me, I'm sorry from jumping forward, but what bothered me no. was like, they focused on that conversation instead of taking that opportunity to just like have fun and realize like for him what would have been what I really hoped would have happened was the takeaway that like yes there's all these distractions that are happening on the show but Gabby is shining like the whatever the Gabby is you're gonna see off the set is shining through like so many of those things
3: you definitely feel with gabby that you're just getting exactly what gabby's like you're not getting any sort of performance
2: like that was your chance to just realize that and give over to it
3: gabby did like corner him and say like are you ready for an engagement so he would have had to have lied through his teeth
2: yeah and he wasn't willing to do that but he was like i can see it dude his words were so wild when he was like I could see us, like, hanging out after oh, this. Oh, that, that was and wild.
3: Like, she's literally like, you're like, going to propose to me next week, right? And he's like, I could totally see us, like, being homies.
2: It was weirdly like, relaxed. It was, something like, so that could, relaxed. Like, something that could, like, become a serious relationship. And she's going, you know, we're supposed to be engaged in a week. I love, but then I also love her. I'm like, dude, you are really overthinking the term engagement because that might as well mean that you're boyfriend and girlfriend. Now, tell me for all the commitment that that actually is coming off of a show like this. It's a, you might as well just be like, it's sort of like a safety deposit on like, well, if I end up dating this girl and it does turn out to be cool, like I just got a free engagement ring.
3: Well, my whole thing was, and we'll, we'll get into more of the Jason situation, but my whole thing was if I was in Jason's situation, well, first of all, I know that I feel like I'd fall in love harder than Jason. I think Jason's very guarded right? So he's very technical. You could tell he's, he's an anal, a very analytical and he's not kind of leading with his heart. He's kind of leading more with his head. He's kind of thinking about all the thing. And let's and we also got to remember too that he's been stuck in a hotel for a week grinding on this. Right? They said they got there and he's, he was there for a week I by himself.
2: loved his interview when he was like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm just really curious how she's going to react to, right, to me my, saying yeah. this. And he's like kind of smiling about it like can't believe I'm doing this. Right. It's like this whole thing was just kind of a surprise to him. But I think think that's where he's like how am I still here?
3: Right. So (laughs) I think that whole thing I think this whole thing just kind of took on a life of its own a little bit. Um, But the one thing if I was him more to your point I would have just been like I would have just gone all in because at the end of the day you get engaged look at 99 like at the end of the day you get engaged and you just figure it out later you start dating basically so it's like get engaged and then like and then like go thinking. back to your house slowly make the relationship work if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't and we've seen many not and so no pressure but just go all the way and really make this for what it's worth
2: you're but what are you going to get out of this if you quit it. now
3: you're just going to go home but you're it's like just at least over- you could go home if you- and that's the thing too like for jason if you really 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 like gabby then just go for it now. But if you're like, I don't really like her that much, then I understand you like, like for Jason, you know, it kind of seems like with, or not Jason, but Johnny, it seems like he kind of felt like we don't, I don't think we have a really strong connection. Like maybe we should cut this thing off. But Jason and her had like a really strong connection. And I'm like, wait, so the thing that's causing you not to be with possibly your wife one day is that there's like a engagement word and it's the end of the show. Like it's a little strange. It was just like for him to be so blunt about like not being ready. And then also not, not even not being ready, but then to just to be like, we could be hanging out very weird.
2: Not to just use too serious. Just I was like, like, bro, just
3: chill, just have fun, enjoy your time. And if it comes to that, propose to her and then
2: just like figure it out later. That was my thing. It was like, mm. but I love that he never caved, he didn't at all. He love was that rock he never- solid. <laughs> I love that he's like, yo, like this quickly got to the point where like, this is where we're at right now. And like, I, I, here we are.
3: But my grievance with him is that he waited
2: this long. Yeah. It's like, man, you could have you done this before
3: hometowns and been like, I don't, but like, also, I'm not ready I for this. It, I don't care who you are. I'm not ready for this.
2: I think it also points, what I think it points more to is this season more than ever, like so much time that they were supposed to be spending, like... They canceled so many cocktail parties. That's true. We like fast tracked to fantasy suites for both of them. Like obviously in any season of the bachelor, the amount of like quantifiable time that any contestant is spending with the other is like less than two days total. Mm-hmm. This is like, if that's the normal amount, they spent significantly less than that on this one. Yeah. And it's like, how are you supposed to No, buy that's true. Into that? There's very
3: little time in general. But another thing that weirded me out was the same thing with Johnny. They broke up, right? So they spent all night talking, everything. And then she's bawling. She's connected with him, all this stuff. She goes back to the room to say goodbye to him. And he's just like, yeah, so I guess this is it, right? And yeah, this is it. And then he leaves. Didn't show any emotion. No crying. No tears. No, like, even... Like, you could tell that she was had been crying for hours. She was very torn he's like and he's just like yeah so all right well it was really nice meeting you like it was weirdly for him for him connected to the emotion of it
2: because i bet part of their thing was for him was like the cameras and the this like i can't it's hard for me to like trust anything that's being said like with those present would be like something that i mean that would be a thought going through my head at least and then it's like okay like we've we hashed this all out yeah but it's but, sort of the same yes, thing i understand of like, that it's it's this, not dissimilar to me of like eric doing it where he's like the look on his face when she's like in his apartment and then she walks in and it's like there's a camera already in his apartment his door latch right like his door wasn't actually shut she knocks on an open door and he just opened it and the door latch was stayed shut and he closed it on the on the door latch and they're like <coughs> the whole thing looked staged to I me understand that but here's, and then he comes in but i'm just i'm just explaining like in right. his mind and then he sits down and then for him it was probably like dude this is exactly what i'm talking about right. of like i don't give a shit about any of this anymore and like i'm just ready to go home but she's probably like hey you signed up for this this is what this is yeah
3: would you have to be okay with the process at I some think point that's fair like too. that's my criticism of jason and eric which is like hey, you signed up for the show. This is the way the show works. Now, all of a sudden, you're not cool with the show. I think so Jason going like, I don't like all the cameras. I'm like, why are you on the show then? Part Eric of me, going like, hey, um, I want to talk about this again. Part, it's really hard for me. I'm jealous. It's like, this is the show. Like, don't
2: the date a person in a normal world then. Part of me is like, it's obvious to me that he doesn't watch the show. And it's, That's on it's him a then. thing to me. It's a thing to me though, where he's like, we haven't really gotten much of an opportunity to go as much into this and also i think he's like a victim of his own fault which was like she's clearly into the strong silent type and he's sort of like to me it was always like he's like yeah like can't believe we're here doing
3: this i guess for me though is it's like gabby's done nothing wrong gabby has followed she's doing the show she's being a great bachelorette she's doing the process have it's you, the guys have that you are dropping seen, the ball
2: have you ever seen guys though who are like they don't realize that like it's a girl's like just completely head over heels for him yeah and I, they're just sort of like yeah, like whatever, you again, know, like sort of. That's kind of on him not being aware. She, she fought uh, so hard. She made dude, so many she opportunities She should have cut him out that him. first night,
3: but she's like, I'm going to give him another chance. They spent all night together. Give him another chance. Meet him again in his hotel. Another chance. I thought she nailed it. She said, you led me on. And he's like, yeah. Like, sorry. But I felt like she nailed it. She said, you led me on. And I'm like, that's exactly
2: what he did. He brought her right to the very end and was just like, by the way, I'm like not down for this. Which I don't fault. I don't fault. Like if you need that. To like I do think it helped round out that series for her, but it's also like that. There was just a, I'm just pointing out that that last interaction, that that whole it thing was, that it was, was very performative. But it was probably close closure for her. Like I need to get off
3: my chest that maybe I was too nice probably what happened because she's kind of shown that she's been really really nice well and I she bet probably was too nice
2: I bet producers made it happen Maybe. too, where she was just like no like fuck that but she needed I wanna, to kind of get it get off, something off my chest like you kind of and they let her do that yeah. they totally let it and they're like oh yeah that's actually better for story but even
3: still if I'm being honest with you like it was the nicest get off your chest ever like she was just like i totally understand this and i totally understand this and i wish you the best
2: basically well, that's her thing. but i just
3: do feel like you led me like her th- it was like so not she a never
2: gets like she, she never, never gets like to the point where she's like gonna blow up i
3: i if i'm being honest with you like i do i really do like both of them i just feel like i feel like rachel's struggling because she is so Like, I feel like what's going on a little bit is that Gabby isn't that attached to the Clayton thing as much, and Rachel seems to be a lot more connected to the trauma of Clayton because of how much she talks about it, how much she's scared to be Clayton, you know what I mean? Which leads us into Zach. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where she's got this thing with like Avon and Tino and Zach where she doesn't want to be Clayton. Clayton, you know, hurt me and I don't want to be Clayton. Everything she says is Clayton, Clayton. And then she starts to kind of, instead of just following her heart and doing what she feels is right, even if there's moments that are Clayton-ish, it's like it starts to become this don't be a Clayton, you know? So then the Zach thing happens. You know, Dude, the Zach thing They're is- hanging out, the male couple, the Best Foods mayonnaise couple is hanging out. By the way, the conversations they were having. Barbie and Ken. The conversations they were having were unbelievable. Which
2: after the fact, after we find out what we find out were so cringy to me. Like the one that they showed over the edits, I was like, It was so why are you guys showing this right now? It was
3: brutally like forced their conversations. Like there wasn't like the banter was like so brutal. (laughs) So they're having a good day together. Everything's cool. It
2: looks like they're having a marvelous date for who these two are for Barbie and Ken. Yeah, they just look like they're having a hilarious date, trying on funny hats, trying on funny outfits. But there were moments where he, where they were like, where she was asking him like some history questions, and she's like, "I love history. I just like don't know the dates." Was <laughs> no, 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 she said, me. no, no,
3: she said. <laughs> she goes,
2: "Is that Renaissance?"
3: And then he goes, "I don't know." And she goes, "I love history." I'm just not good with like timelines
2: and I'm like, time periods, time periods. I'm like, isn't that what history is? That's what I was thinking <laughs> the whole time. Trust me. But then I was also like, okay. okay like, I, like, I love, I love
3: uh, geography. I just I just, tried I to just don't like, like
2: know where, where places are. I tried to be in that thing where I'm like, okay, like someone can really like fantasy without having to know a bunch of lore. That's true. Like someone I like Lord of the like, Rings. Someone can like learning about, about, about history it. without needing to know that like, you know, this time period preceded this time period. If I'm These being are honest, with you, I kind of feel that like that's a me. shift.
3: I love hearing about history, but I don't know a lot about it. If I'm being honest,
2: well, and that for me is like where I get. I have a couple friends who are like history majors or minors, and one of my best friends is getting his doctorate in history. Whoa! So like, yeah, from Harvard. Dang. Yeah. Killing it. Serious biz. So a lot of that stuff comes up where I was just, I was hearing that and I was sort of like, Right, right, right. (laughs) I just don't know about time periods. That was really fun. I was dying. But I do feel like there's also like, I understand what she said. Cause it's also like, there are things where like, for instance, with bands, I will love a band. I will never fucking look up the name of a single person in that band.
3: That's true.
2: Like, And, and when
3: you actually think about our podcast, our podcast is this, is like talking a lot about something we
2: know very little of people most of our (laughs) listeners probably don't even know our names
3: that's true but i would even mean just me and you be going on and on about something about how we know all about it and reality is we barely know anything about it like i know everything about
2: everything i talk about
3: (laughs) at least the amount that i talk about
2: (laughs) What i and i'm brutally honest like look i was what i was thinking about this entire time was how i listened to sugar ray and how i know lots of sugar ray songs i don't know a single name of a single person in the band
3: that's very not the
2: first or even last name i don't know a single name but that to me was similar to her thing of like i love history i couldn't tell you anything about it it's like i love sugar Ray. i couldn't tell you who's in the band right right
3: i know a lot about small random things that and i don't know the other things about those things just the one the one fact only
2: my only favorite band that i know the first names of everyone in the band is blink 182
3: oh wow okay nice
2: and the Grateful Dead. Yeah, I was going to say the Grateful I do know Dead. everyone's name in the Grateful All Dead. All
3: the different people that were there. Yes. Okay, so... I think the,
2: I know the first and last name of everyone. Damn. So that probably supersedes it.
3: That's pretty good. So this is the funniest... Thanks. Line. Go. To me in Bachelor Nation history. Bachelor, Bachelor Nation history. Post Fantasy Suites. Waking up in the morning looking over awkwardly at the person you just spent all night with and going, good cup of joe. <laughs> Dude, when he literally, she's sitting there like this and she won't even look at him. And he's kind of looking over like, do you like me still? And he, she just goes, "She goes, hey. And he goes, good cup of joe she's like, like is
2: it? it's the worst it's like the most
3: awkward line it's like you trying to drum up an ounce of chemistry after whatever the fuck just happened well
2: and then dude there are so many things to me that color in on that when she's like is it though and he's like well i like it like this and she's like isn't it bitter because it's just black coffee right. and they didn't have like anything and he's like i like it like this yeah and when you think about what their conversation was like, when he's like, dude, it feels like really out of pocket for her yeah. to be like calling me young. Then it's like, are you like, it's like, oh, of course you like your coffee black because like you're so mature, you know? Yeah, and it almost thing. just
3: felt like, we you know when someone gives you the ick now, like the, everything he does is annoying. It dude, was just like, that I was the vibe.
2: I was, when he went into his one-on-one the next day, I was like, wait, what the fuck? What was their fantasy suite like? They just fought And it night. was also like, why is she bringing that stuff up?
3: well this is this is what I think. Okay. I think she over some time stopped liking him, so she got with Tino, had a great time, got with Avon had a great time, really liking them they're they're checking a lot of boxes. I think she gets with Zach, and she's just kind of like, no, it's not it No, he's she he's not on their level from the connection. Yeah, that's I why can they see didn't that. hook up, and they spent all night talking and getting. Remember, he said got into religion and politics.
2: Tino's conversation, it'd be like she'd be like, "Who did you vote for, Tino?" And he'd be like, "Well, <laughs> who did you vote for?" Well, who didn't we vote? And for, then really, that's what I was thinking of yeah, also. Yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd be like, "Crazy, that's exactly who right, I voted right. for." And I love
3: you, you know that, right?
2: And I love you, but. But
3: it is a wild move that instead of just telling him straight up, like, hey, I'm so sorry to do this to you, but like, the connection's just not there. I'm just going to drag you through this. She started going like, you're too young to get engaged. And he's going, if you actually look at it, I'm more ready than anyone on this show to get engaged. I've told you from day one, I'm connected with you. I'm falling in love with you. I'm ready to get engaged. I'm here for you. I'm here all the way. I am the premier also, contestant.
2: i'm a couple of months younger than you
3: literally months he even said to Jessie, he's like uh, she's 26 she's like three months older than me like i don't know what she's talking about yeah so that's where she got caught up in her own freak out where she doesn't want to be clayton so bad that she can't just be honest she's trying to play she's trying to make it like zach's problem now mm-hmm. and it was just a brutal Which is
2: called gaslighting
3: <sighs> i don't know if that's Gaslighting. Okay. I don't know. But I just didn't like that. She was soft gaslighting. You can
2: say whatever you want. I just felt like she
3: was terrified to be the bad guy. And instead of just standing up for, like, hey, I don't like you anymore. She then made it like a him problem. She's like deflecting. Like, uh, she's deflecting
2: to something that's like not even being brought up, of like, it's not pertinent. None of it is pertinent. She's dancing around the truth. She just needs to be honest and be like, hey, to
3: be honest with you, I've just I have more serious connections with other guys.
2: I'm going to look this up right now. So.
3: I don't know. So, it was a tough one because I just felt like if she just would have been like, hey, I'm being honest with you. After spending this 24 hours with you, I realize I have stronger connections with other guys. I'm so sorry to do this to you. It would have been a tough moment, but it would have been over. You don't have to choose him, but at least respect the fact that he
2: like... Gaslighting happens when someone tries to control another person by twisting their sense of reality. I'd be like, well, A, The Bachelor gaslights everybody, but B... That's absolutely what seemed to be happening. I would say
3: there. she, like his gaslighting can be loaded. Like it's a lot heavier and like... Which the,
2: to me would be like, oh, actually you're too young for this. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I just, yeah. She's I, like, no, 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 no. Like you're too young. You've been young, too young this whole she's time. Like, you, I've been too young this whole time. I'm too young to get married to you. Yet you came to my hometowns, met my mom and dad, loved them. They loved you. You then kept me on to take me to fantasy suites. Even though I'm too young apparently this whole time to be like, to me, that'd be like, well, clearly she,
3: I think clearly it wasn't even like a, it was probably less of an age thing and more of a mentality thing. She probably, they probably had a bunch of conversations. She was probably pressing him for details that she knew she wasn't going to like. She got the answer. She didn't like, and then goes, well, you just, you haven't grown up yet and realized that error of your ways.
2: I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to back down from my word. Okay. I think it's just an example of the spectrum of gaslight okay light has a spectrum why can't the gaslight have a spectrum so where
3: what do we let's let's make some final calls because we saw a lot of drama there at the end what do we say happens
2: i think rachel walks away on her own at least that's what i hope happens rachel
3: walks away on her not
2: own. rachel Ga- gabby. gabby walks away on her own you think Excuse so me. so so, you. so eric shits the bed yes okay I I think he shot the bed already.
3: But but you see, but he kind of got her back and then you see it blow out again. So
2: Mm -hmm. I think I'm, my guess is we're going to see more flare up, more insecurity flare up (laughs) and Gabby's going to walk away on her own. Strength and conviction. I think, well, that's it for Gabby. I think, um, I think Rachel wants to be with Tino more than anything. Yeah and i think rachel's going to end up leaving the show by herself because you think both will walk away i think rachel while she loves Avon, i think we just dis- i think we pointed out clear as day that she was hesitant to even say that she's falling in love with azen aven and she the moment it presented herself she jumped all over saying that she's fully in love with tino mm. and i think we're going to see tino's facade crumble and he's going to try to fabricate a bachelorette for himself, and try to walk off in some or power control situation. Try to play the victim when he's we're going to we're going to see another spectrum of light in the gas light, and then um, that's going to be it. Both girls are going to be Singers. by themselves, and this whole double bachelorette thing, while it was been very entertaining for us, isn't going to result in a single engagement for the franchise. Neil Lane is going to be extremely disappointed client loss. And I think Avon and um I think Avon and uh Zach, depending on how they play their cards, are going to be duking it out for the bachelor edit. Okay. I think that Gabby goes home. Or we get two bachelors and we get Aven and Zach as bachelors.
3: Okay. I like this. I like all this. I th- I say Gabby goes home. I say Rachel with Tino. They'll figure it out. Trust the process. I trust the process. They're going to so. cave eventually. Someone's going to cave. I think Rachel really... I think went, Tino's going to panic. I and don't... Then panic. He's going to panic. They're going to have a fight. Something's going to go down and then he will end up proposing to her. But Gabby will go home. Mm-hmm. Because she already can't trust Eric and then when Eric shits the bed again, she's not going to bring him back and then it's going to be over. I anymore.
2: think Gabby's going on to be like bachelor royalty in the way that like Becca... What's her face is? Kufrin? Whatever her last name is. The Becca that's not my Becca.
3: You're like Becca Martinez. (laughs) Right.
2: Uh, I think... blacklist.
3: Yeah. (laughs) We got a lit one next week. Next week's gonna be lit. Let's go. Like heavy metal lit. Heavy metal lit. Like
2: hail Satan. (laughs) Chat soon. (laughs) Yeah.